We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Wednesday, the 20th day of July, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? Healthy and alive. Yeah, doing well. Yourself? Hot. It's uh, it's pretty warm. Pretty warm over here where I'm at. So um, I'm hoping that uh, the heat's going to break here in the next couple of days. Uh, it's so bad in parts of even the UK that, um, well... Everywhere's on fire and uh, the heat's going to kill you because it's going to cause your blood to thicken. And it's going to give you blood clots and you're going to keel over. And yeah, I was reading today there were 11 people on a beach in Italy, 11 people in 24 hours on the same beach died. And they're saying it's climate change that killed them. Now, does anybody mm -hmm. really believe mm -hmm. that? Well, um, let's see. Temperature wise, um, this is not out of the norm for us here. Um, and we're seeing higher temperatures here than what you're seeing over there. Um, now it's not uncommon, mind you, um, we are, uh, on the same parallel as Egypt in this area. So it's, um, obviously going to be warm, but it is different for us because there's not as much rain, you know, that mm -hmm. has, that happened a hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, but things spontaneously combusting, um, it gets hotter in like Arizona than here. I mean, and things don't spontaneously combust there. We don't have things com spontaneously combust here. And in, in, in the UK, especially, it's far more temperate than it is here. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, speaking of spontaneous combustion, you know, there was an explosion at Hoover Dam this afternoon. Yeah. Um, just climate change, of course. Yes. Uh, Biden is supposedly going to be um, invoking emergency powers tomorrow uh, to enact climate change things. Uh, he's considering declaring a national climate emergency as soon as tomorrow uh, that would activate powers that would let him regulate uh, any petrochemical without congressional authorization. Um, and according to uh, a White House official who told the uh, Washington Post, the president has made clear that if the Senate does not act to tackle climate, the climate crisis and strengthen our domestic clean energy industry, he will. So we're going to so, get rid of Hoover Dam to do that because that was climate change. Right. So was, I, I don't know why Hoover Dam, like hydroelectric, wind and solar are all climate, you know, green mm -hmm. energy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, um, forget about they're nuclear. They're actually worse than yeah. They're, they're actually worse than well, at least well, solar. Yes, solar, not not wind. Wind is just wasteful the way that they do it. There's actually ways that you can do wind energy and it actually produces. But this um sort this of. particular uh, yeah this sort of here in like Oklahoma for example um we've had days to where there's no wind at all. There, there's no wind. I mean the last like week or so there's no wind. Nothing. It is completely dead. It is dead and hot. It just everything's roasting here. Do you know what the problem is? I, I know exactly what the problem is. The problem is, is the reason that it's not working is because you don't have enough of it. Yeah, actually, I think the reason that there's no wind, I think we all can agree. They didn't turn the the the, the wind turbines on. That's the problem. That's why oh. there's no wind. 
Oh, that's well. That that would make a big difference then. If you if you actually if you turn them on, you know. Which, yeah, yeah. By the way, um, those things that those annoying, god awful eyesores that they stick up everywhere. The ones that cost, I think, three times more than what they actually earn in in energy savings uh, with the three propellers on it. You know, that only catches like less than 2% of the actual wind that passes through it. I mean, if you look at the size and spacing of those, that would make sense. You know, we we started in in, um, rotary blades for helicopters. I'll use an example of the, the Huey. The Huey has an iconic sound from like the Vietnam era, as an example, versus now they sound similar, but not quite the same. Back in Vietnam, they had two rotary blades. Now they have four. And they found that if you do five, you can actually make it even quieter. So uh, the the stealth tech that we use for our helicopters, they have five rotary blades on on the main. There's a reason for that. Other than lift, it also reduces um, uh, the, the noise generated. So it's interesting that they only did three, which those things are immensely noisy i don't know if you've ever been around one they're i stood really underneath noisy. Of one. yeah i literally stood underneath yeah. of one in the uh the allegheny mountains and it is like it sounds like it sounds like a slow dying helicopter as in like the engines died and it's just the like the blades that are turning like while the wind the like air. catching the wind as it's coming down that's what it sounds like yeah yeah and uh imagine having a bunch of those uh, in one area I mean, I, I don't understand why the the climate change people aren't like, uh, you know, how how concerned they are about wildlife and those kind of things. Um, one, it's damaging to the ecosystem there because it, it drives away animals because of the noise. But then you also have like birds, as an example, that are smashing into the rotary blades. Does anybody care about that? Or no, nah, no, nah, that's not that's not a problem at all. Right. Because, uh, you know, we got to save the earth, save the planet. Of course. Of course you do. Uh, and this is breaking. Um, Klaus Schwab uh, has had a virtual meeting today with the premier, uh, Li Keqiang or whatever from the Chinese Communist Party. And they say that uh, they are pledging uh, to deepen their cooperation with China on, quote, this is from Schwab. Uh, Schwab said this to the Chinese premier uh, on addressing climate change, promoting industrial transformation and social equity. So we're going to continue destroying the Western world to help the communist Chinese Communist Party is basically what he said. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, So let me get this straight. We're going to address climate change. What's China going to do? So we, we already know what we're expected to do here. We already know that. We we look at this ridiculous nonsense out of the United Nations about these sustainable development goals and Agenda 2030. That's all cl- this, this climate change crap. And then if you want to get even deeper on it, then you can look somewhere else that I'm about to tell you to go to. You can go to an organization called the WBCSD. Now, this has not been talked about. We've discussed it here a little bit. The WBCSD, who is that? That's an organization that is to take over the agenda from 2030 to 2050. Once we hit 2030, that is all you're going to hear about is that organization. They've already got it set up. Bruce decided that he was going to do a little bit of research one afternoon, and he thought, hmm, where is this group located? Let's take a look. Well, by God, it's right across the street from the World Economic Forum. Yeah, and some of the business dealings and stuff that they've done is interesting as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. So uh, China, what are they going to do to address climate change? Anything? Well, no, I, I guess not. I mean, they're, they're going to hit peak emissions by, is it 2060? 2060, they're going to hit peak emissions. So they're going to build every, a coal fire plant every 
20 minutes from now until 2060. Uh, and then promoting industrial transformation, which means they're probably just going to produce more coal burners and, and things like that with, with that's, no I mean, environmental that That's exactly what he was saying there. Um, it, it's clear what China is going to do. They're going to continue industrializing. They're going to continue ramping up manufacturing and power generation. I mean, that's that's basically what Schwab said uh, in a Machiavellian way. Uh, so industrial transformation. We're being deindustrialized, or haven't you noticed? H- haven't you noticed that? Where's all this this stuff that's going to come from to power all these electric cars? Have you ever asked yourself that? I mean, I guess I'm kind of preaching <laughs> to the choir here. I, I guess I'm kind of preaching to the choir here. I mean, our listeners they know that. But any of these people that are all about these uh, these electric cars and these batteries and all this stuff, how are you going to power those? We're already at max for people turning on their air conditioners in their homes. We're already at the max for that. You've got Texas, uh, Aircot or whatever it is, you know, the uh, the power company down mm-hmm. there. They're already telling people, turn your thermostat to 78 degrees Fahrenheit and be prepared for brownouts and blackouts. So let me ask this. What's everything going to do? Yeah, and don't, don't charge your car. What's everyone going to do when all the cars are supposed to be electric? When you ban all the gasoline and the diesel vehicles and everything goes to electric, which, by the way, there will be no farming when you move to all electric vehicles because there won't be any electric farm implements. That's not going to happen. You can't produce in lithium batteries that kind of power for that machine to be out there all day just isn't going to happen. And this pipe dream that these idiots in this administration have about an all-electric military vehicle fleet? Have you people lost your damn minds? That, that's a loaded question. Don't answer that. I was, uh, yeah, I was going to say that, that that is kind of a loaded question because this is the same group that's promoting LGBT stuff, uh, completely abolishing um, the if you're a heterosexual. Um, well, you're you're basically not allowed in the military anymore. Um, if you're a conservative Christian, any of those kind of things, you're not allowed to be in the military anymore. Uh, if you decide you want to have bodily autonomy, uh, guess what? You're also not allowed in the military anymore. Um, so yeah, I, I would say they're, they've lost it. They're kind of losing this whole, my body, my choice argument with the, uh, the Roe v. Wade thing and then the, the vaccine thing at the same time. So you, like you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too with that. It's one or the other. So you either have bodily autonomy or you don't. And speaking of that, um, the mainstream media is reporting, and I'd just like to make this clear to everybody, the mainstream media is reporting, and I'm sure that you that are listening, you've heard this already, uh, AOC and Ilhan Omar and supposedly 16 members of Congress have been arrested out in front of the Supreme Court today. That is not true. Uh, I don't care what the mainstream media says. We're watching video of what the police are actually doing, the Capitol Police. They are moving the Congress members out of the way because they were blocking traffic. They weren't being arrested, but their staff and the media are running this, showing that they're being arrested. And that's not true. Yeah, the the pictures that are being circulated is um, Ilan Omar and AOC with their hands behind their back as if they've been handcuffed. However, those are the only photographs they're really showing of that, uh, the mainstream media. If you look at the video, um, you see AOC walking and then at one point she raises her right hand. Uh, and you see behind her, she's not handcuffed at all. And Ilan Omar puts her sunglasses on. And as they're walking by the camera, you can see there are no handcuffs. They're just holding their hands behind their back. And in fact, Ilan Omar wasn't even escorted by law enforcement in the sense, if you were handcuffed, you're going to have a law enforcement officer like grappled you. Like they're going to be, they're going to have their hand on you as they're leading you. 
that that wasn't the case in in that situation. No, no, not at all. So I would I would ignore those headlines. Time magazine. This is breaking. They say that two leading epidemiologists, two two of them, say that you'll be getting many COVID nineteen vaccine booster shots in the years ahead because that's how vaccines work. You know, I, I'm I I have to um, agree. Um, with, did we play this on air yesterday? Or was this afterward the, the Michael Yaden video? Um, no, we played it where he was talking about the, uh, you know, coding in the, uh, the vaccine formula in because of the, you know, they mm-hmm. sequence the virus, they program it into the computer screen and boom, out pops a billion doses, not tested, not trialed, anything like that. And straight into people. Yeah. Um, so one of the other things he points out there is, uh, let's make a concoction of he could come up with different ways. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a vaccinologist or whatever you want to call them that, that creates these vaccines. However, I am someone that understands kind of like the concepts. Uh, you know, we, we've had to dig into this stuff and research it. So we know we know some basic stuff about it. But uh, let's let's look at it from a computer perspective. Uh, programming perspective, because that's how they're they're looking at this. If I wrote some software that everybody was to use, I don't know, an antivirus system, right? And then I said, well, there's going to be updates and everything, and you continue to do updates, which you know that's a typical antivirus. You you have updates to it almost uh, weekly because it's an ever changing environment. Of course, you have to immunize against. But in the in the process, you you keep adding bits and pieces of malicious code. Now, by themselves, they're not going to cause a problem necessarily. It could cause problems in some, but, you know, for more or less, it's not going to cause problems. And then over time, you're building a, uh, well, another program that people don't realize is there. And then once it's too late, you you you, you get that last update and uh, it finishes out the uh, malware and, oh, what's that? You lost full control of your computer. Um, system failure system failure it could be a blue screen of death whatever you want to call it yeah yeah um or it could just simply be a rewrite of your operating system you know maybe maybe be something a little less aggressive more complicit you know more obedient uh to to what um you're encouraged to do Uh, this is this is all de- the, like this. I, and I, I get I get exactly what you're saying. But this is all based on the fact that you would actually survive all of this in the first place, because if we're not doing clinical testing or anything like that, and we're altering genetics, which let's be honest, that's what this is. It's, it's a gene editing tool, the way that this mRNA is used. If you're going in there and you're you're cutting that DNA and or how, how did you describe it? You, you go in and you literally like you snip it and then you you replace it, or you upload a particular fragment to that DNA chain. Is that is that how it works? So, yeah, basically, they're they're It's the process of of they're taking um, code and they're taking the RNA. The RNA is what's being injected into the cell right. or into the DNA. Uh-huh. And so it's literally like uh, you have a line of code or a, the, the, the DNA strand. And literally what's being done is that bit of code is being injected into that line of DNA uh, or line of code, however you want to say it. And it, in, in some cases, it is causing, um, you know, blood clots, stroke, heart attack, you know, those kind of things, myocarditis uh, and whatnot. Now, that is not necessarily a genetic thing. That's not necessarily caused by the gene editing that they're doing. That is caused by the synthetic protein that's involved. And the um, uh, what was it? The the envelope that they used to deliver it. Um, 
uh-huh. I forget what the name of it was called. But anyway, that th- those two things are, are what's causing that. And, and the things like, um, uh, women missing their periods or having, um, um, well, a, a much bloodier menstruation. There's been cases of like miscarriages and all those kind of things. That's because um, this uh, synthetic protein um, likes to uh, reside in the heart and in the um, reproductive organs. That's, uh, I mean, if you're, how much if more you're, obvious can you get? Uh, exactly. Like if you're if you're concerned about overpopulation and you're trying to depopulate the planet, uh, what would you do different? What like. I, I don't know if uh, <laughs> you're trying to do this quietly and peacefully and all people in a civil way, in a civil way, in a civil way where everybody, everybody can shares share in the, the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. If you're trying to do that, why would you do this any differently? Why would you? Uh, this is perfect. I mean, you're going in and you're injecting them over time. It's going to build up in the system because it doesn't decay like uh, normal RNA that your body produces. So you're going to have buildup in your heart. You're going to have buildup in your reproductive organs. Your reproductive organs are going to cease to function over time if your heart doesn't fail first or you don't get blood clots first. So you're not going to reproduce and they're going to off you and they're going to have their narrative of, well, you died of COVID, you died climate of change. Uh, climate change, whatever it is, uh, they'll, they'll have their narrative like how, and nobody's going to look it? into it. How hard is it? I, I agree. How hard is it to understand that these people are trying to kill you? How, how hard is that to grasp? It's, it's really difficult because then that means it, it, their entire world, that means they have to accept the risks that are involved. And I, I don't just mean risks as in um, your life, but I mean risks as in your entire civilization. They don't want to admit to the risks. They, they enjoy being comfortable. They being the average person. It, it, we've we, the Western world has created a comfortable society. Nobody wants to confront Convenience this. Society, Nobody yeah. wants to confront. Yeah, you you don't want to risk that convenience, that comfort. So nobody says anything. That's why the the church. That's why I rag on them so much. And the 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 reason it took fifty years to abolish Roe v. Wade because the 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 Christian populace is comfortable. They they're not confronting anything. They're not doing what Jesus did in the temple and overturning tables. Uh, uh, I, no, that should have been what was going on. No, actually, see, Bruce, you misunderstood. You misinterpreted that. He was hanging out outside. He didn't go in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure those uh, those merchants that were in there, they got smacked by a whip and their tables overturned. Tables overturned. About yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> hanging out outside. outside. He, didn't, he didn't want to go in there that day. It was too hot. It, it was too hot. He didn't want yeah. to go in there. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is the advisor to Klaus Schwab. This is one of his uh, top guys. This is um, uh, what the hell? Uh, Yuval Noah Harari. Uh, everybody's heard this guy here before. If this doesn't tell you about what their intentions are, I don't think I can help you at this point uh, or anybody that doesn't want to be receptive to this. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens because in the coming generations. We will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided by the people who own the data. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds. But our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds 
the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined to, for four billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may ena enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. So they're their own gods, is what they said. That's what he's saying, yeah. Now, who's going to be in charge of that? Well, it's going to be who's in charge of the data. It's going to be who's in charge of the cloud. You heard him. He clearly said that. Who do you think is going to be uh, uh, masters of this um, this new stage of human evolution? What would be the people that are sitting at the head of those tables? What do you think stakeholder capitalism is? Stakeholder capitalism means not you or me. You know, we, we would normally be shareholders. We could buy into a company. We could be a part of that company. We could help make decisions on who's going to sit on the board and represent our interest on that company. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now that these corporations are bankrupt through all the uh, the fraud that they've engineered through this uh, push and roll debt system that they've had going on here, this Ponzi scheme, now that that's all coming to an end, this is a perfect opportunity for them. And as you said, Bruce, nobody wants to give up their convenience. Well, that little um, that little device you carry with you everywhere, boy, that's awful convenient, isn't it? Where do you think all of that information that you key into that device, where do you think that goes? That goes straight to that scumbag that we just played. Straight to that piece of garbage right there. The other thing he pointed out there was uh, breaking out into the synthetic world. In other words, it's not just going into like virtual reality or having your uh, a matrix of your memories and all of that dumped into a system and then they create a an artificial AI. No, they nothing like that. They're talking about like connecting you up to machine at the same time. Like it basically, this is a a twisting, a perversion of, um, okay, uh, I, I should, I should preface this being a Christian. Uh, obviously my, my worldview is based upon that. And when he says intelligent design, any, anything that's a new intelligent design, the way they're talking about we're we're going to evolve to synthetic organisms. Now that's, that's mocking God, uh, because that's how we came into existence. It was intelligent design. It wasn't some big bang theory. It wasn't some like string theory, though I could make an argument as a Christian that it was string theory, but um, you, you won't like it um, as a, um, you know, evolutionary type person. But he's basically mocking God, mocking God, saying we're gods. We're going to uh, do intelligent design, uh, augment us with with machine, which there's two. I think there's two other um companies that have started that are trying to beat Elon Musk to the whole Neuralink. There's there's two companies that are that started up that are there's trying to one beat today. Him. There is one today who um, just implanted their first brain device into a U.S. patient. The company's called Synchron, a New York based company startup uh, behind an FDA breakthrough neuroprosthesis device successfully implanted its first brain device in a patient in the U.S. earlier this month. Uh, according to Bloomberg, doctor at Mount Sinai West Medical Center in New York inserted a 1.5 inch long implant consisting of wires and electrodes into a blood vessel in the brain of an ALS patient on July 6th. So there you go. And We're on the map. I, I've said it before. I'm okay with like going down this road. I'm okay with this part. Uh, yes, uh, this part. I'm fine. Yeah. With. Yeah, because I, I do want to help people that have like, um, you know, born with some kind of uh, illness or without a limb or, you know, a neurodegenerative disease or something like that. 
if we can solve that and fix it, it's the same thing um, with mRNA. I, if we can fix yeah. that in the womb, like if we can if we can detect that there's a defect or a problem where I don't know, uh, the kid's going to be born with, I don't know, some blood disease or something, and they're, they're not going to make it past age three. If we can go in and edit that and we can fix that, I'm all for that. I'm OK with that. But here's the question. Where do we stop with it? Because these people are insane. They're insane. And I don't use that term lightly. These people belong in a mental institution in straitjackets screaming at padded walls. They go entirely too far with it. They take it to the levels of of extremes that are just it's sick where they go with this stuff. So where do we stop? Where, where does the ethics and the, and the morals come in? Because nearest I can tell, ethics, morals, science, uh, everything else over the last three years, it's actually been longer than that, but it's just what we, the public, are being privy to now. Everyone has lost all of that. All of these institutions, all of these individuals, all of these bureaucracies, all of these governments, all of these international bodies, everything. All of these people are illegitimate. All the corporations, everything else, they're all illegitimate. And we're going to trust them going forward into biohacking? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, as you said, uh, these the corporations and companies, uh, <laughs> the, the ones we've been dealing with over the last uh, few years, first, the left hated them. Now the left praises them. Um, the right now has a problem with them. And uh, it's just, it's baffling um, how quickly the sides have, have flipped on this one. But I don't want these people having the power of this technology at their fingertips. For that matter, I don't know that there's an organization out there today that I'm okay with having this, this kind of technology. I, I can't think of one offhand that I'm like, yeah, I trust them. I, I, I do. None of, you know, as I said earlier, I'm a Christian. None of the Christian organizations I trust. Um, as an example, um, Catholics, you guys do great work with uh, 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 fighting abortion, but your policies with um, bringing over illegal immigrants across our border, that has to stop. You guys are you guys. I don't know if the average Catholic knows this, but you guys are. Uh, creating a system that basically encourages families to sell their kids into sex slavery uh, and and they they just ship them over the border. And then they create this system that basically so there there's Catholic organizations that are in these countries that are trying to get over here. And then uh, they encourage the families to do that uh, so that they can get their kids and themselves to the country. And the, the, the Catholic organization says, oh, well, we'll help you once you get there. And they're going through cartels and whatnot to get over here. And the cartels are raping them on the way over. And uh, the Catholics are aware of this. They, they, these organizations are aware. They're getting, but they're getting tax, tax dollars uh, to, to help. So now this is, um, I, I don't even trust Christian organizations. So I don't know who to trust in, in this, with this technology. There's, there's nobody I can trust with it. Uh, Chinese least on, Communist on, Party? Yeah, that would go over well. <laughs> Well, who do you think is going to be uh, sitting at this table if this is if this continues down this road? Who do you think is going to be at the head of that table? It's not going to be Noah Harari. It's not going to be Klaus Schwab. Those people will get barbecued by the Chinese Communist Party. That's what will happen. That's real. They think that they're making a deal with those people. They are not making a deal with those people. Mao Zedong himself said, look, we'll work with anybody. We'll just kill them later. That's how they operate. They're not working with them they're dupes. They don't own them, as in the Westerners, the Western banking establishment, and so on and so forth. They don't own the Chinese. It's the other way around. 
Do you remember I Jamie Dimon? That though. Yeah, they. Oh, I'm sure they do believe it. You remember Jamie Dimon, the uh, the head of J.P. Morgan there for a while. Do, do you remember what he said about uh, about China a while back? He said, "Oh yeah, you know the Chinese, they're in real trouble. Boy, they're in real financial trouble." Within what was it, 16 hours? He was making a public apology and retracting his statement. Who owns who? Who's the dupe? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, that right there is uh, who who are you most afraid of? That's who has power over you. These uh, these Western uh, power brokers, they seem to think that people in the Far East, such as Russia and China, you think you can do a deal with these people. You might for a time. But let me ask you a question. How many Russian cars are sold around the world that are in high demand? How many Russian appliances? I'm, I'm not this is not a jab at the Russian people. How many Russian appliances are sold around the world at a high demand? I don't know a single one. Do you in either account? I don't. How many Chinese cars are in high demand around the world. How many Chinese appliances, apart from some of their um, like televisions and stuff, because there's really no other choice now, they've done the same thing that the Japanese did. How many of those are in high demand? As in, boy, I wish I can go out and buy myself a new um, uh, Chang Gong uh, television or something. I've never said that to myself. Here's what's happened. The United States has made a monumental mistake doing business with the communist Chinese. You can thank Bush and company and the Clintons for that. Actually, you can go all the way back to Nixon. So they've made a mistake there. The Germans, most notably, the Europeans in general, but the Germans, most of all, have made the same mistake in doing a deal with the Russians when it comes to their energy. Now they're subservient to the Russians on natural gas and uh, in, in oil. Why on earth would you ever make that deal? Why would you make that deal? The only thing that I can think is the political leaders in both countries, they're just like everywhere else. They're, they're just brain dead lunatics. That's all they are. That's all I can think. That's all I can logically surmise is that's what it is. The Germans treated the Russians, the German government, not the people. The German government treated the Russian government like it was a country. They're not. The Americans, the American politicians treated the Chinese like they were a country. And they're not. These are organized crime syndicates. These are rings of gangsters. That's what they are. This is who we've done business with. And now we're paying the price for it, both economically and socially and culturally. Europeans, not so much culturally. I mean, they're dealing with cultural problems, yes, but it's nowhere near the level of the infiltration that has been uh, seen in the United States within our institutions, as in our universities, uh, all the way down to our schools, uh, our elementary schools, our preschools, our kindergartens and everything else. Infiltration in the media. The media in Europe's pretty bad, but it's nowhere near the level of propaganda that's being pumped out by CNN or, or MSNBC or any of these networks. I mean, that's that's pretty bad stuff. Anyway, all right, Bruce, uh, we're going to jump out of here a little bit early today. You got anything else? Um, I, I, I just want to reiterate um, government's bad. OK, it's great words of wisdom, Bruce. Every time you say that, it's like the heavens part. And I just get that beam of light down on me and it just it enlightens me and, and lets me know exactly what choir. To, yeah, yeah. I hear the angels and everything. Yeah, I, I hear that. Anyway, like I said, we're going to jump out here a little bit early. So for those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? Even though it was a short one, we do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all, just five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up? Do you know someone you're trying to get to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce, thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.